Missionary Podcast coming your way, episode 5112. 512 episodes. We're speeding right along. Steve and the Mox wow. are joining me. How you doing, buddy? This is an interesting one today, Steve. And me and you having a right off-air pre-show talk about this. So it's going to be an exciting and interesting one, guys. Yes, we're going to talk about melanotan 2, M2, doses, cycling, benefits, and side effects. So this is one, like full disclosure, I haven't personally used melanotan. And but I've consulted many, many people close to me on using it. I don't need it. I don't have light skin. Um, I have more olive skin, so I've never used it. Uh, growing up, I spent a lot of time at the lake, swimming, fishing, you know, enjoying the lake and stuff. So I kind of, you know, kind of over time developed a tan just from my childhood. So I don't have a use for it. But I know a lot of people will have, so I have a lot of information to share with you guys on this. Um, yeah, Mobster, you're pretty – over there in England, most of you in England have very, very fair skin. And yeah. all that has to but, do with just the way you guys adapted and evolved over time. I'm, I'm freaky, Steve. I'm freaky, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. I'm freaky, Steve. There are family photographs of me as, as – I think I was seven. And it's a black and white picture, Steve. Those are the days. And I am in the middle of my two brothers. The Michael hadn't come along for another few years, so the, the younger brother. And uh, I'm dark. I am literally a dark-skinned, olive-skinned, black-and-white photograph, it has to be said, with me in the middle with dark hair, my blonde brother on my left, and my slightly uh, uh, paler, shall we say, brother to, to the right. And there I am dark in the middle. I go super dark. So I'm like you, Steve. I have an olive kind of colour, and I, I keep colour pretty much all year. In the summertime, I can go crazy, crazy dark. So, again, full disclosure, I've not used it too. Back to you, Steve. All right, so let's get into it now. Melanotan 2, very, very important peptide to use ahead of a contest. Now, when you're competing, you ever see, like, these competitions, those of you who don't know much about competing, you always see the guys oiled up and also very tan because when you're oiled up at tan, you can really see the muscles – you know, and the cuts and all that and the vascularity and all that. So that's why you see bodybuilders. A lot of bodybuilders will use melanotan too, or they'll go get um, a spray tan ahead of their competition. So uh, melanotan too is a peptide and it, it will dark, darken your skin pigmentation. So take someone like mobster who's from England, very fair skin. If he takes melanotan, takes the, uh, the doses of melanotan that we're going to talk to you about later in this podcast, which would be about four vials, mobster, you would need. By the end of those mm. four vials, you should have a pretty good tan going. Um, so we're going to kind of get into it. But there's also other benefits of melanotan too, and weight loss, and we're going to get into why that happens. Increased libido, we'll get into why that happens, and also lean body mass um, is also a kind of secondary a benefit that some people get. But let's first talk about the history of melanotan two, melanotan 2. And remember, melanotan is not melatonin. Melatonin is something completely different. You know, melatonin is a supplement a lot of people take to help them sleep. And melatonin is something that in our bodies increase near sunset. But melanotan has nothing to do with melatonin. So don't get them confused. Um, so a group at the University of Arizona... They wanted to create a peptide that lowered the risk for skin cancer. And that's one of the main benefits of Molnotan 2. Instead of going and getting a spray tan, uh, I'm sorry, even a spray tan, instead of going and getting a spray tan and getting chemicals sprayed on you, 
okay, that you're breathing in and making you sick, okay? Even someone I'm around who has that shit sprayed on them, I get sick just smelling that. Or going and getting tanned in a tanning booth, that the UV rays will increase your chance of skin cancer. Or going to the beach and laying out in the sun will increase your chance of skin cancer. But melanotan will not. And that's why melanotan is so good for those of you who want to not end up getting skin cancer in your 60s. I used to live in a beach town. And a lot of people look like mobster in my beach town. They love boating. They love fishing. But they had very fair skin. And guess what? Half of them had skin cancer. It's a, it's a serious problem if you have light skin and you're spending a lot of time in the sun. So this is something to look into if you have relatives who do a lot of boating and they have very, very fair skin. You just don't belong in the sun that much, you know, especially if you're going to live in the Caribbean or the South, the deep South or something. If you live where mobster lives and you're out in the sun, that's one thing. The sun is not hitting you directly the way it is in some other parts of the world. There's a reason people who have African, who are African descent have dark skin and people like mobster who have North European descent have light skin. It's just the way that your skin pigmentation evolved over time. So if you're going to spend a lot of time in the sun, you're going to increase your chance of cancer. That's just the that's just the way the game is played. So the mel melanin is what protects skin and organs from ultraviolet rays. And the UV we hear about UV rays a lot. If you if you ever take a vacation to the Caribbean or Florida, you'll hear about UV rays. The UV re index is what today, monster? Oh, it's an eight. So if it's an eight, that means you gotta wear skin block or sunblock, or you're going to get sunburn. Okay. That's something you hear a lot, and that's what the ultraviolet rays from the sun are what cause the UV issues. So studies have shown melanotan 2 could be used as a replacement therapy for patients with inadequate response to PDE5 inhibitors. This is where we're going into the libido benefit. So uh, added benefit is the increased libido in males who did not respond well to Viagra. So I'm also going to bring you in on this in a second, but I just want to make Clear, I've also used another peptide called PT141. And PT141 was developed from melanotan 2. And it's synthetically produced variant of the peptide hormone produced in the body that stimulates, you know, these hormones in our body that increase libido and increase erection. I've used that before and I've had like an erection all day. The stuff is legit, but that's potentially what can happen to you if you use melanotan too is you'll have erections for many hours after and your libido will go up. Although with me, I didn't notice a change in my libido, but I did notice the erection benefits. So monster, you want to touch on that a little bit? It's very important to, to be prepared for that in case you do use melanotan too. It is possible you could walk around with a boner all day. <laughs> now that's Steve knows. We could do a whole podcast and it'd be an hour long and more, Steve. It's, it's kind of a controversial subject for me. So here's the thing, guys, and it's one of those mobsters' words of advice type situations. Now, I say this as an older gentleman who's used and probably will continue to use erectile dysfunction drugs, vis-a-vis Cialis and Viagra. Thank you very much. Love them in my drawer, ready to rock and roll right now. The problem you've got, and I've discussed this with Steve in the pre-show, and I believe Steve's even covered it in another evolutionary podcast with Ricky V back rock back in the day. So the problem you've got is that younger guys are using erectile dysfunction drugs when they don't need to. 
when you're there are I don't think I was like that when I was 80 Steve I was certainly like that in my late 20s early 30s maybe I was a late developer but there are, are younger guys and I've seen this on the forum we've had these conversations at the bar at the pub whatever where they would say if the wind changed they got a hard and I've been in a situation a few times in my life thank you very much when you especially when it's new with a new partner and but especially when it's with the right new partner when getting a hardened is no problem. It, just the frequency of erections and that kind of stuff is, is just crazy. The right person, six, seven, eight, nine times a day. Uh, you know, uh, multiple, and I've done this as we know, I've mentioned it on the forums, more than one woman in a day, uh, multiple women per week when I first went on one of the dating apps. It was just crazy. And I was I don't think I was even using an ED drug. And Randy talked about 10 years ago, Steve so I've been in my late 40s. So there's a problem you got, guys. And again, it's one of those webs of advice, words of advice. Is I will no problem saying use these drugs for that purpose, but don't overuse them. Don't over-rely on them. Because at some point, if you're, I mean, we talked about, Steve just mentioned PT141. You don't have to do it that particular way. But guys are injecting it into their penis. Where do you go next, Steve? Where do you go when these things don't work? And I will also touch on one other thing when it comes to uh, this, these particular products. And again, this is more, almost a side effect or a side benefit, really, in, in this particular case. Uh, guys, it's a situation again. Um, So, so, guys, here's the thing as well. Libido is the desire, and there's no drug that's been made, not for men, not for women, though arguably there might be one that works for women in terms of the hormonal response. Libido is the desire. It is the want versus the physical function. So, again, feeling like you might get a hard-on doesn't automatically mean that you will. So, again, understand the difference between the desire versus the physical need or the physical response. There is an argument that associates a physical response because if you get hard on, then you're probably going to want sex, but it doesn't automatically follow in those two particular regards. So it, it can be a little bit of a confusing thing there. We are hormonal animals. It's sometimes arguable that we're not. And so therefore, you know, responding to testosterone in our body is going to make us more horny, but we still have to think that we want sex. That's the libido. It's the desire and the frequency of the desire and again drugs don't necessarily add to that in fact not the performance enhancement drugs that we're talking about you could argue about some of the recreationals that do that steve the other thing i want to touch on steve what you mentioned in terms of the bodybuilding I and mean, this is more uh, a pro tip again if you like steve uh, i would say that for me especially if i was pale which i am not <laughs> steve keeps saying that i am most of us europeans are not uh, certainly in, in the uk and certainly here in wales and the valleys um, you have a base tan, Steve. So you want some colour, and then you enhance that with a competition tan. And there's a whole a section of bodybuilding about which tan to use and so on. And something that might actually be another reason for using this particular peptide is that some people respond really, really badly to uh, topical tans, creams, and sprays. And I can think of Branch Warren as a professional bodybuilder, Steve, that fucked up back in the day when he used a new tan that he'd never used before, 
and he had a kind of green-looking tinge, and he said it was the worst look he'd ever had standing on stage. So again, this is a reason for our use of something like melatonin, uh, would be as a base tan, a natural base tan in a, as Steve said already, you know, Northern Europe with no sun in the winter, wanted to look colourful, wanted to look good, and especially as a competitive athlete, wanted to look great on stage, I would use a peptide like this to enhance that, Steve, and then I would go and get a really, I would actually pre-competition try out different creams and sprays just to see what worked on my skin. So there's a thing there, especially if you go to a, a tanning place, where here in the UK they used to actually give out these injections, I don't think they do anymore, you can try out different sprays and different creams as a way of enhancement and to test whether your skin response uh, is good to that particular product so that you look amazing on stage. So keep that in mind when you're also running this particular peptide. We're going to talk about dosing, but specifically trying a very, very small amount to see how you respond to it as a way of enhancement in your tan and to seeing whether it causes you any particular issues. But let's talk about that now, Steve. Back to you. All right. So let's hit the rest of the information here on melanotan too. So now um, when it comes to taking melanotan too, the main benefit that you should be aiming for is going to be the darkening skin. So how do we darken yeah. the skin? How do we take it to darken the skin? So listen very closely to my advice on this. So you understand how to use this stuff. So it's going to come in a white powder, just like the other peptides we talked about. Make sure you store it in the fridge. Make sure you keep it in a cool, dry place. Yes. And you reconstitute it with a backwater or sodium chloride. Got to use it within 30 to 45 days for best results. But here's the thing with melanotan too. You've got to take as much as you can so till it takes full effect. So you take someone like Mobster, okay, who's really fair skin, all right? I For you. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Compared to me, compared to yeah. other compared to most yes. Americans. Yes. I'll, I'll yes. put it that way. So let's say, okay, you have let's let's just make it simple. You got three skin types. You got very fair skin where you never tan. You got skin type two, which is fair skin and burns. But sometimes tans. You've got skin type three, medium skin, sometimes burns and always tans. You know, so for type one, you're gonna need at least four or five vials till you achieve the tan that you really want. For the skin type two, you're gonna need three to four vials, and for skin type three, you're gonna need like two vials. Yeah. So, which the idea behind melanotan two is you want to take go through those vials as quickly as you can so you achieve the team you want. So people will say, well, Steve, why can't I just inject all four vials in the same day or the same week or within two weeks? It's because this stuff makes you god-awful sick when you take it. So you've got to take a little bit of a time. you got to take as much as you can where you can tolerate the uh, the side effects so you can get through those vials. So let's say you get through one vial and you're like, man, this stuff, I hate taking this stuff. It's making me sick. It's making me nauseous. I don't want to take it anymore. And you just stop taking it. Then you just wasted your time because you're not going to get the results you want. Once you get through those vials, depending on your skin type, then you can start taking it much less. You know, and you can just take it, start taking it here and there. You can take breaks from it, all this stuff. But you have to take as much of the vials as you can in a short amount of time. So you build that skin tone. 
And then once you build that skin tone, then you can back off of it. So the at the end of the day, you're going to have to deal with the side effects. And I've seen people deal with the side effects and it's not fun. You're going to be nauseous for hours after taking it. You're going to be tired. You're going to be dizzy. You're going to have a headache. You're going to be flushed. You know, and it's going to be just something really, really nasty. So if you take it before your workout and you want to go work out later in the day and you're nauseous, how the hell are you going to work out? Explain that one to me. So my strategy that I recommend people is take it before bed. You take it before bed. This way you can go to sleep and you don't have to deal with that nauseous feeling all day. And um, at the end of the day, there's also another option, and that is using Melnotan 1. And Melnotan 1 is not as strong as Melnotan 2, but it's got less side effects. So you may have to take like twice the amount of Melnotan 1. Instead of taking four vials, you may have to go to seven or eight vials. So that's the downside of Melnotan 1. So that's, that's pretty much the way it works guys and gals out there and it's you know it's one of those things whether you're female or male you know you're going to yeah. be in the same in the same boat it's going to be dependent on your skin type how much you're going to need so yeah mobster definitely jump in i'm just thinking about nature here Stephen. isn't this strange right and i've actually discussed this uh you and i have both talked about this on the forums before when we talk about working with nature uh rather than against it and so on and so forth so for example guys in the summertime you naturally get darker, and in the summertime, you are naturally leaner compared to the winter when you're paler. So interestingly here, Steve, the, the, the benefits are the same as if you had a tan in the summertime. Think about it. Darker skin pigmentation, appetite suppression. We don't eat as much in the summertime as we do in the wintertime. That's out of necessity. In the wintertime, we kind of bulk up and we get kind of fat, and we eat more carbs. That's almost normal human behavior here, Steve. Fat loss in the summertime. Yes, you're naturally leaner. You don't need that layer of winter fat that you was using to keep your organs warm. Lean body mass. More testosterone in the summertime, Steve. Our testosterone is higher in the summertime versus the winter. Increased libido. The same again right there. And frequency erections. Same again right there. So it's fascinating for me, Steve, that a normal tan given to you in the summertime by the sun, you're getting the same responses vis-a-vis -vis like nature by using a product like melatonin 2 and it's giving you the same effects and that's how your body's responded i mean that's fascinating for me steve the idea that your body responds as though you've got a natural tan in the summertime by giving you the same outcome as though that was the same situation so they call it side effects or we were talking about benefits here because they are benefits let's be honest as though it was the real deal. So that's fascinating for me, Stephen. It just shows, and I've mentioned this earlier in the podcast, just how hormonal we are as human beings in our response. I mean, here's an example, Steve, very, very quickly. The idea that for if you go out into fresh air and you will stand in front of the sun on a spring day or even a full day or certainly a summer day makes you feel good, and that is a hormonal response that your body has. And it's a great one, for example, when you're depressed, you're more likely to stay indoors. So here's another thing, guys, and, and, and a lot of people that are fans of tans and use products like this say that the literally having this color, 
the darker color, the tan color makes them feel good. And that's another reason why a lot of users use tanning products and tanning peptides like this, Steve. Back to you. So each injection that you're going to do, a melanotan too, I would start low. Just start low and see how you react to it. So each vial is going to be 10 milligrams of the stuff. So maybe start with half a milligram or one milligram, just a low, low dose. See how you react to it. And then you can gradually increase the dose. You want to, again, the idea here is you want to get this stuff in your system as quickly as you can without making yourself sick in the process. Yeah. And you may find that no matter how little you take, you still get sick. And in that case, like I said earlier, you might want to take it before bed. And at some point, a lot of people may just give up on it entirely. But I, I would recommend you give it an honest shot because, look, it's very important to take care of your skin. And if you're going and getting tans and getting spray tans and, and going to the beach and getting UV rays on your skin, these are chemicals if you get a spray tan. And these are also opening yourself up for skin cancer. And I, I can't yeah. repeat that enough. So melanotan 2, great peptide to help prevent that. And if you can manage to get used to the side effects and manage the amount, the dosing that you need, I think that you will uh, definitely have found something that's going to uh, work really well for you. So in addition to the dosing protocol that Steve suggested earlier on, and 100% like Steve says, try a lower dose because, I mean, you're trying to force your body to change color, guys. It's not going to be too much of a surprise if there's an adverse reaction in terms of the nausea that Steve talks about. And this is extremely frequent amongst users. So keep that in mind. Low dose to begin with and up it to the effective dose that we suggested. In addition to which, the associated article that we're going to attach to this podcast includes a dosing suggestion for both erectile dysfunction vis-a-vis -vis the frequency of erections and also tanning and pigmentation. They vary slightly to keep that in mind and it's associated as, as per the chart that I'm looking at it right in front of me right now with how much you weigh. So for example, someone my size, 147 kilos or whatever the hell it is I weigh right now, my dosage would be slightly higher. So keep that in mind, guys. I think going back to, to, to conclude here, Steve, in terms of the overall thing, it is an incredibly popular drug, certainly within the community of people that like to keep a tan on. It was specifically developed to help with the prevention of skin cancer, and it was proven to be successful in that particular regards in terms of protecting the skin from the sun. Like Steve says, there are a, a, certainly the spray tans, especially, Steve, have an awful thing in terms of breathing that stuff in. And again, certainly some of the earlier tanning solutions were horrendously bad for breathing in, in terms of your health and so on and so forth. So this is another option. And again, the bonus that we've discussed earlier on is literally it's going to give you uh, more hard-ons or better hard-on than you would normally get. That's almost a side effect, but it's an additional benefit for the guys. Uh, being in, in coloured uh, in terms of with a tan, being as it is out in the sun, like I said to you earlier on, guys, that response, the human response that we have makes people feel good. And like Steve said, that applies to men and to women. This is not a man-only tanning product. It is a men and women tanning product. So keep that in mind, guys. Please note, as always, 
We're not doctors, and the opinions on these shows are hours and hours alone. It's our view and based on experience and views on the topic. A podcast of informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.